0: Hello, everybody. You are listening to the chaos and shadow podcast. My name is Kyle and I'm joined here by my co host pagan pagan. How are you doing tonight?
1: I am doing very well. I am super excited for tonight.
0: Me too. To all the folks at home, those that are watching us live on YouTube, those that are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the rest, you have probably heard us rave about the book Tarot by the Moon. And we have been using this for the last couple months in our Witchy Wednesday segments over on Twitch. You've heard us do tarot pools and talk and rave about various sections of the book. Tonight, we are joined by the author, Victoria. Victoria Constantino. Victoria, welcome to the show. How are you this evening? I'm amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Like Pegan said, this is such an exciting time for us because we find your book to be one of the most practical resources uh, in, in in what we do. And so just before we go into some of the background um, in, in letting you rave about what what inspired this book and such, uh, just to say that our group is a lot of practitioners who are newer to the craft, people mm-hmm. who are, I think, really reveling in this almost golden age of witchcraft where, where so many <laughs> books are being published and they just freaking rock. There's quality, there's quantity. Tarot decks are being sold in stores. So, Victoria, we got a group of people who are eager to learn and we just would love to have you share what, what inspired this book in particular? How, how did you get involved with tarot?
2: Yeah. Um, those are uh, two great questions. So I'll start with uh, the last one though. Um, The way that I got into tarot was, you know, I was about 14 and me and my best friend went to this um, shop. It was a metaphysical shop and I'd never been to one before. And I was just immediately like, wow, you know, I felt in my element and um, was gravitated towards like everything, actually, the crystals, the incense, the books. And then um, ended up getting my first tarot deck, a Rider-Waite-Smith deck. Um, at that shop, and then we, you know, went back home and gave each other readings, and uh, so yeah, the rest is history. And um, and then as far as the book itself, um, I I've always. I mean, always since 14 been a writer and um, I've had other publications, not in this field at all, but, you know, it it just, it's something I've always wanted to write about, not necessarily tarot, but um, anything in the metaphysical area, because um, it's always been such a huge part of who I am. I've always known, you know, since a young age, I've had abilities. And, um, and so that was like a huge part of my life that, um, you know, I wasn't really, finding anyone for a long time that I could talk about. I wasn't really finding any resources about it. And I just had all these questions and, um, came to it a little bit later, to be honest. And so, um, you know, but all the while, you know, the tarot practice was something that I kind of had, you know, like on the back shelf as it were. And so, you know, just being a writer and all of that kind of converged. And I was like, yeah, I know I want to write a book, but what? Um, and so this was kind of channeled, you know, the idea came to me and, um, like meditation and, Um, It just felt like such a great idea. And that's how I knew I was really onto something. And, um, you know, it was kind of like, my guides were kind of like giving me time limits along the way. I got (laughs) deadlines. I'm like, oh, okay, let's, let's, you know, get on this. And (laughs) it was really neat how it, uh, how it played out and the timing, um, you know, for anyone who's into like astrology or numerology and like, you know, understanding like what's going on with the planets and how it aligns with the dates. I got some cool numbers. (laughs) I will say my deadlines were awesome. So (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Um, I made sure I met those.
0: that is super so, cool
1: that is yeah. very very cool uh, I wish I knew more about astrology but when it comes to astrology mm-hmm. it's there's so it's such a vast field all on its own that it, it's very difficult so that's super cool that it all lined up the way that it was supposed to and the way that the the universe literally intended for the book to come out so that's pretty awesome yeah, it was great.
0: That is super.
2: <laughs> and I'm not a huge—I should say, like, I'm not a huge into astrology. Like, I love it, and it's just like you said, it's vast. And I've always wanted to know. But, but I'm like, um, you know, how many years can I like spend just to read all the books <laughs> and like, educate myself to where I really feel like qualified to talk about it because it's huge. Like, yes. so I'm—I will say, I'm not really an astrologist, but maybe a budding astrologist, maybe someday. <laughs> <Right> there, so
0: <laughs> that's personally one of the things that drew me to your book in in a in a um kind of a separate way similarly is i'm someone who didn't work with moon phases until recently i mean i'm i'm someone who's pretty new to tarot uh pagan it's been what maybe two years now at best that we have been because you and i came together and started doing Mm the show during the the start of the pandemic um but i really had gotten my first like oracle deck just shortly before that with you uh Mm -hmm. through just you know messing around online and so i wasn't doing much with moon cycles i wasn't i wasn't paying attention to that i've I've just been budding and growing and and this book was so fun because Llewellyn was so kind to send us a copy of this uh when we started working with him over the summer and i i was like i really want this i need to start doing more with tarot more often how can i make it part of a regular practice boom tarot by the moon so i got all these monthly <laughs> things to work through and so, back to this idea of like exploring astrology. I say, I mean, I'm I'm excited for you to do it because maybe I'm going to learn a thing or two along the <laughs> way. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so for for our group out there, again, many of them either got this under their tree this year, uh, somehow, mm-hmm. maybe go went out and picked it up beforehand uh, because th- the the leg of this book is so fascinating. We got it through the summer, but. Victoria, we've only, I'd say we started maybe in September-ish is when we really started to poke around and, and look at I some specifics. I think Because so. mm-hmm, I can remember uh, seeing some of these ones right here. And then we dove into Harvest and all kinds of great mm-hmm. stuff. And yep. so with our audience out there, Victoria, this book is not exclusively tarot spreads and a very just workbook style it's got interviews and all kinds of other like signifiers you've got information for folks on um significant numbers and the like how did you find a way to blend like all these different little segments together because it's not just a tarot book
2: Um yeah so that is actually that's something that I just kind of cuz the, the book is channeled the book like, not only the idea of the book itself so the writing is but um that was more um i think reflective of where i guess what i was working on at the time like what i was experiencing and learning about um and so you know i was I'm fairly new to discovering law of attraction teachings. And that was, that had a huge impact on my life and on my book. So, you know, all of these little tidbits of wisdom, like some of them were just uh, things that I'd picked up as like, I was in my own like practice and and just, you know, working with things and working with my guides and um, allies and all that. And, and like, I, I had like things revealed to me. I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Like a thing you can do with pyrite to like protect your aura to like seal it. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, rips or tears and that's in the book. Um, and so um, that was really, and I was like, I have to share this. Like, but I, I felt like it was given to me to share. It's not mine. You know, that was kind of the message that came through clearly. It was like, you know, you've got this platform, um, you know, don't, don't just hoard your knowledge to yourself. It's most beneficial when you can share it. And so it was kind of coming from, um, from that standpoint and really wanting to help empower um, everyone who, who read it. Um, because I, I remember what it felt like as I was kind of on like an empowering journey myself. And so that's something that I just wanted to share with everyone who read it. That's amazing.
0: It rings true. I mean, I, I feel that when I'm when i when I'm leafing through, because I went back to where mm-hmm. we started up and, and just kind of going back over it. And there's areas of the book that I have not touched yet, which is super exciting to me, because, you know, I'm literally following through month by month. And I, I so I started <laughs> almost towards the end, right? I did the intro, but then I skipped towards the uh, the latter half of the year. And so I'm so excited to see see where the rest of this takes us. But I'm trying to avoid them on the side as I, I refresh myself that, like, these spells in here, we've done a couple on. the side Mm -hmm. and i love that victoria i love that it keeps it fresh between segments and i've i've shown many pages off to our our chat and our audience to like get people excited because again we'll pick maybe one or two of the four or so um spreads that you might have for a certain month and Mm -hmm. we might do them towards the beginning or the end and, and we get everyone in chat to share back their their card spreads too but then also we, <laughs> you know, we're encouraging them to go out and pick this up because it, it's just chalked full of great info. You know, you flip one page forward and now you've got like a spell to bring new opportunities into your life. So I, I I like it because for as much as there is value in like a book that is just, you know, uniform to one subject matter, I find that I love a breadth of ideas matching seasons. That's a that's a flow of a book or of a magic style that just hits Home to me i don't know so mm-hmm. i truly appreciate that that spread of info in here
2: oh thank you that's really great to hear and the little <laughs> sidebars are like it was so much fun you know all of it was fun actually you know the spells like the moon <laughs> i make now you know what like what's on in alignment with this moon and with the season and all of that so it was just a blast i had a blast writing it so it wasn't like work at all <laughs> Oh, I. it's been
1: absolutely a dream to work through, especially with our little witchy group that we have, uh, you know, for our witchy Wednesdays, it's been an absolutely wonderful tool for all of us because a lot of people that come and join us, they are either very new to tarot or literally have never bought a deck before. We have so many people that have bought decks with us, which is so cool. And, you know, they go and pick up this book and they're just like, I feel like I have a place to start. So you've given this beautiful opportunity for so many new budding witches out there a place to start, literally. So that's just amazing. So amazing.
2: Thank you. so happy. (laughs) Wow. Because see, I don't really know unless you tell me. So I love (laughs) how is my book impacting others? That's so awesome.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, I'd like to ask a question right off of Pagans too, which is what, what was it like creating this book in this extremely weird climate that we're in, because we have a lot of friends who are in publishing, of course, you know, authors, I should say, getting their books published. And we're hearing all kinds of news about setbacks between um, actual delays of of stuff to publish the books, papers, et cetera. So how was your experience? Did you get through like, was it in time before the crunch or was it real stressful for you with the pandemic and such?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting story. Yeah. The timelines, like I, I feel lucky in some ways um, because I actually uh, finished the proposal, which was like uh, the, you know, like the outline and mm-hmm. like the first three chapters and the intro and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I sent it to Luella and I got a response and that was, um, I sent it to them um, in December, 2019 and, and they accepted in January of 2020. And so the pandemic hit when I was in like uh, Miami and it was, it came in like, March, uh, really hard. And so, you know, um, by that point I was already like working through, you know, on a, like a daily basis, like, yeah. cause I already had the acceptance. So I was like, okay, I set this deadline for myself of, I think it was June or July. Um, so I didn't give myself a lot of time, but I was like super motivated to do it. And so, um, like I'm in retrospect, I'm glad I did that. Um, so, but, you know, I didn't have to deal with any like, um, you know, shortages or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but That did concern me because, you know, they immediately they gave me like a projected um, publishing timeline of of 2021, August 2021. And it did come out when they projected it to. But, you know, then like the pandemic was in full swing. And um, then I had had concerns when I first, you know, had the book's acceptance, um, you know, early on in 2020 before the pandemic hit. And then like the pandemic coming on the heels of that, you know, I did, I was thinking like, okay, you know, I think everyone kind of expected it to just kind of run its course and then die out. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and then that didn't happen <laughs> and it's still going. And uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, you know, I remember talking with my like with my editor and and she was like, "Oh, you know, no worries, you know, this will give us it should be economy a, a time to like recoup and everything before the book comes out. <laughs> We're still in the pandemic. Yeah, so, yeah, so I feel lucky. um, you know, it, it came out at a time when it wasn't really impacted by um shortages or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it it didn't really affect it a lot. And, you know, then I think, you know, I was talking with somebody else um, who's an author and they were saying, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's nice because people have more time to read now. And and I found that to be true. Like a lot of people, a lot more people are, um, you know, kind of, looking at this thing you know this like metaphysical thing witchcraft and tarot in ways like they'd always been curious about it you mm-hmm. know they have kind of more time to like you know really read the books and you know um you know get the introduction to the cards and all that I think it's absolutely wonderful so it's been good in many ways um you know but but yeah it didn't as far as the, the book itself it,
1: it wasn't really impacting it so that's good that's very good
0: yeah that sounds like a heck of a stressor on top of it i mean our hearts go to the (laughs) friends that are that are dealing with that now and and poorly well and i know they're they're doing their best to to try and get around all that stuff so i'm glad your book and i because i saw that when i was looking at the timeline and everything i was like i bet this kind of skirted through there but still uh nothing like working on that through a a freaking pandemic and like you said still we're dealing with it today i can't believe that our our everything (laughs) is still just dominated by i had that uh crashing on me earlier today i'm like how how many years is this new cycle just mm-hmm. the same old same old so it is a testament i think to like i I'm, I'm so happy to have people that are creating this good content now while we are trapped at home like pagan and i are very at home people during the pandemic we've been mm-hmm. in quarantine um i'm streaming out of pennsylvania she's streaming out of uh, tennessee and uh, we're just going and trying to create content for people that is linking one another together like you said victoria Mm -hmm. there this is a time that people are finally starting to get to read the books that they have maybe eyeballed for a while and i think it's also a cool time because so many awesome books are hitting shelves with really pretty covers too like that's that's something to note about your book as well like it's it's very it's awesome like start to finish and That matters, too, because when people are going out there and they're seeing this, a whole new group is being exposed and they're coming on board. And so Pagan and I are just thankful that y- you have something out there for us to all be entertained by. <laughs> you give us it's something to do.
1: <laughs> See, it's a win-win. <laughs> it is a win-win. It is a beautiful win-win. And, you know, I, I'm i really excited because, you know, when we started working through, it, it was towards the end of uh, 2021. And we're really excited because now we get to go back through and start at the very beginning yeah. and work all the way through, <laughs> for, through the whole year. And we're like, yay, we get to do it again. This is going to be so much. And the cool thing is we also didn't do everything in, Mm -mm. you know, the later months either. So there's still stuff in the later months for us to work through with our group, which we're really excited about. So it's actually just a wonderful workbook just to have for the entire year. And it's not heavy either. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to spend my entire like month of January working through this book. No, you'll spend like maybe a couple hours a week, maybe. If you're, you know, really working through it, and it it's just really beautiful at that. So, uh, you know, like Kyle said, I I really have to agree with the fact that I'm very excited that you gave us something so wonderful to work through for the year. Yeah, <laughs>
0: thank you. <laughs> so, Victoria, a question. I mean, we've been talking around, you know, the idea of what got you into tarot and and what what, what specifically got this book into creation. But that brings up a good topic of Are there any tarot cards or decks that you're really obsessed with these days any that are like your go-to that you want to give shout outs to because again the market feels like it's just got such gorgeous stuff on it these days and i'm I'm always in awe looking at the next you know shopping cart purchase <laughs> retail therapy <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, great question. And there are so many decks in my mind as you're asking me that. I'm like, ooh, all of them? <laughs> I can't say all of them, can I? No, I have to <laughs> um, <laughs> no. There are some decks that I, you know, definitely resonate with more than others and others that I felt like, you know, I bought this deck and I really felt like I should buy it, but then Actually, it's for my friend. I'm just going to give it to you. Sorry, this is for you. I realize that now, and like it's cool how that works. So I've given away a lot of decks because, and I realize, wow, this deck is totally for this person. They love it, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so you know. But um, for me. Um, I do daily um, readings on, on my Instagram page at victoria.constantino.author, and it's, I would say my favorite ones are um, most of the ones that I use um, in that in that feed, because um, I want to say it's like Soul Cards Tarot by Christine Fredheim, who's in Norway, and she's just amazing Um and she's like a psychic and everything. Uh, she does um, beautiful decks and she has like different versions. I have the white Dahlia version of that. Um, and it's like white and gold and it's gorgeous. Um, and my other favorites, um, you know, I came to this a little late. I feel like everybody has one of these, but the Everyday Tarot by Bridget Esselmott, Um, You know, I see that everywhere and I'm like, why do I not have one of these? I found a mini version at a bookstore close to me. Um, and I just, I use that for like my personal daily readings. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have a a mini Rider weight. Wa- I love the tiny decks. I don't know why they just like fit in your like purse or your pocket and they're just portable. And I, I love them. Um, I also got a mini rune set. Um, it came like 30 minutes ago and I didn't realize it was mini. And uh, it's like matchbox size, and I like saw it on the like on the website. The pictures of it made it look huge. I was like, "Ooh, that's a nice one." What look at all that detail? And like, it's like the size of a matchbox. <laughs> like that's so cool. I'll
1: love it too. So I wow. love it just, Yeah, I, I have a, a you know a standard rune set. I didn't even know they came in mini. <laughs> Neither did
0: I. <laughs> that is absolutely adorable. I i have yet to really get into runes, but it's one of our kind of twenty twenty-two ideas. Is it it mm-hmm. just we we've kind of collected a group of friends, I'd say, that um have somewhat experience. Some have made runes. And I think that mm-hmm. might be one of the things we try this year, is is trying to craft our own. I think that's an idea Definitely. for when it gets warmer, right, Pagan, is what we were saying. Yes.
1: We're thinking like March, April, I think is when we're planning that. Um, It's still on the to plan list, but uh, yes, it it is in the works for us to eventually craft some runes. It may end up being as late as summer, but yeah, definitely in the warmer months.
0: I think you got like shellacum or something like that. Some sort of, you know, epoxy coating, something on there. So I was like, we probably don't want to do that in the house in the winter. That just doesn't (laughs) seem, we'll all be really high in a bad way off the fumes from (laughs) that. Yeah, we don't want to do that. that. So so you just got this set of mini runes, Victoria. Does that mean, do you have experience with them or is this a new endeavor for you too?
2: It kind of is, and it it's so funny, you talk about making runes, because I've been wanting to do that for years, and I actually kind of half-heartedly tried to start it this summer, and I got this, uh, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous story, I'll be brief about it, um, but, um, like, I was like, ooh, look at this fallen branch in my backyard, this would be a perfect, like, it's a perfect, like, diameter and uh, shape and everything for making runes, and I'm like, I'll just cut it up, how hard can that be? <sighs> and this wood is, like, like, I ordered this saw, this little reciprocating saw, and I was like... <laughs> And I'm like trying to cut through it. I'm like, oh, this is really hard. (laughs) I'm like, let's not do that. This feels hazardous. I I didn't realize the wood was so hard. Maybe we'll try for pine next time or something really soft. (laughs) So, but anyway, yeah, um, I, I love runes and I've dabbled in them, but I wouldn't say that I have like... Um, expertise in them. Um, Actually, Christopher Penzak wrote a lot of amazing books in one of his um, temple series books. Mm -hmm. He has like this guide to the runes, which I found really super helpful. And I was actually using it. Um, Runes are pretty versatile. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, it's another form of divination or tool of divination, like uh, tarot cards. And, And they're similar, but they come from a different tradition. And I think because of that, you can kind of get something different from, you know, from them than you might get from the tarot, which is so rooted in this like archetypal symbolism. Um, and I think they're both so valuable. Um, it's just kind of like you know, what are you feeling in the moment? So
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh have you dabbled with uh Ogum staves at all? No,
2: but it looks absolutely fascinating. I've looked at that and am like, oh, the inner my inner druid just loves that. Like, I, I just want to learn everything about it.
1: <laughs> they they are definitely very interesting. The one thing I have I've noticed with Augum, because I, I started dabbling with Augum like the end of last year uh, is they're not as well known as runes are or tarot, but they don't play. They, they are very much straight to the point. They're like, here's your information. Have a nice day. You can go away now. <laughs> it's very fun though, but they're definitely a very interesting experience because they're similar to runes, but they kind of pack that truth punch of tarot as well. So it's very nice. I, I highly recommend you you check it out if that's something you're interested in.
2: Yeah, oh, that sounds amazing. I'll definitely have to look at that. That sounds like <laughs> some tarot decks that I've used. The hermetic tarot.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. So, so valuable, but so yeah. well, wow. lots of brain yeah. information there. Yeah. Lots.
2: Yeah, and it does not pull punches. It is like, this is your information, go away. <laughs> yes. I've told you what you need to know. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's a little harsh for some. <laughs> yes, so. indeed. But it's so much fun to always get sometimes you really need those kind of readings, especially if you're really in a tough spot in life or you're just contemplating something really heavy. Sometimes you just kind of need that tarot deck to be like, here's your info. This is what you already know. Now go away, please. Stop asking. <laughs> but it, it's always a fun experience when that happens. Definitely,
0: I I gotta say I I love the different tarot decks for that purpose. And, and Victoria, I was looking through your Instagram feed when you when you mentioned the different decks up there. You have gorgeous photos going on there. Like I was already following you, but you know how the algorithm feeds different things at different times. I didn't like look through your feed in in such. Uh, you know, all at once, and it is just absolutely stunning. These these decks are gorgeous, and I I love all the crystal work you have going on with them. These are amazing photos.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love. Um, I used to work for a women's lifestyle magazine, and so the photo shoots and all of that is just like part of me. I, I love it. It's so much fun. It's fun to be creative, and you know, I feel like different decks. Um, you can just they they kind of inform the spread well, they absolutely inform the spread um, you know depending on the artwork and the style and yeah. the size and shape and all of it you know it's mm-hmm. like oh you know what would look good with this it's a lot of fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> I admit I like a little bit of reading I, I like the diversity of people's books that they include with tarot decks too um, just today I, I opened a, a deck that was sent and Uh, It's traditional tarot, but their interpretations of the cards, I I got like a... Uh, judgment came out of there and I came into it with some of my interpretations of judgment but then I looked into the book and I just I love having a different author or someone like that give you some some side ideas something you weren't already bringing to the table Mm -hmm. and kind of changes up your whole thought with it so yeah decks have so many different ways of kind of changing the atmosphere of a read or or giving you different tools for read in general which I admit that's where I'm a real sucker for collecting Oracle decks. (laughs) Yes. They're all like little little dictionaries of different terms you can use during a thing. And and so I'm like, I gotta have them all just in case whatever wants to talk. You know, I wanna have as many different translations as possible. So gosh, I'm an addict. (laughs) I'm on board with that. I like the
1: life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting over here with my like 30, 40 plus decks including tarot. So, yeah, you, we're just not going to talk about the the tarot and oracle addiction. No. It's fine. We don't we we don't have a problem. No.
2: <laughs> it's not a problem. It's a benefit. <laughs> yes. <That's laughs> oh, it's true. a win. <laughs> well,
0: you said something really great, Victoria. You said that you were buying decks and then um as you would feel a friend was in need of one or like it was appropriate for them, that you would kind of pass that along. And, and that's something we've started to do too is like Llewellyn will be really generous and send us like some things to review. And then we get to, we just, we're giving one away uh, right now for someone. It's a, a Winter Seer Animal Oracle deck. And mm-hmm. it's really cool to like hook people up with um, something they otherwise probably wouldn't have gone and bought or otherwise unable to buy. And it, It's really cool to see people dive into the paranormal like that. And I personally feel like when you're given a deck, like that just has a little extra significance in your life or whatever Mm -hmm. meaning that is, however it winds up for you. When it just appears like that unexpected, when you didn't hunt it out, I don't know, just a little extra magic included.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. For me, I just feel like, um, you know, it's like crystals too. Like it Mm -hmm. just resonates with this person. I just like have this knowing like this is for so-and-so. I'm like, Oh, well, that makes sense. Cause like, I was just all about it when I was buying and I thought, yeah, I got to get this, you know, super excited about it. And then it arrives. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's for some, so you know, it's, <laughs> it's cool how that works, but yeah, no, my friends love me.
1: <laughs> I love that. So I have a question for you. Uh, have you ever done any readings with like mixing your divinations, maybe like mixing tarot and Oracle? I don't know if you do crystal divination or anything like that, or, you know, throwing up like charms or bones. Um, so if you do any of that, do you, do you ever mix your divination types? Yeah, uh,
2: that's a really cool question. Um, I do. Um, but, you know, now that I have my first rune set, I'm really looking forward to like throwing that into the mix with the tarot readings too, and just like seeing how they talk to each other. Um, I've I've done, um, you know, I, and not that you say crystal divination, I've never like intentionally done crystal divination, but I use crystals in almost every spread. And so maybe there's some of that happening, <laughs> you know, because I always feel like, oh, you know, I need this particular piece of like Lemurian quartz for the spread. And it just calls to me. And so I feel like it's probably informing the spread in some way. Now that you mentioned that, thank you. I didn't realize that <laughs> until just now. But. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, the, the cool thing is I didn't even really know much about crystal divination until a uh, good friend of ours, Kiki Dombrowski, her book came out and in her book, she talks about all the different types of divination. There's so many in her book, but she actually talks about crystal divination. And I'm like, I need to do this. I need to create this set. And so it's really fun because I've started mixing in my crystals just like you did. And it's it's funny how the crystal itself, like I'll go try to find a random one, but it doesn't seem random. It's like, no, I was thinking about this crystal and that's the one that comes out of the bag. And yeah. that's the one that informs the spread. And it's really fun to think about that. So that's super cool. Yeah, that is really neat. It's like, they they just want to get into the mix. They're like, oh, I have messages
2: for people, <laughs> you know, <Yes>. and- <laughs> terms of like it's a photograph too i feel like the energy um definitely comes through with that anything that you put in the imagery um you know it's going to communicate on some level to the person who's looking at it um so you've got that certain crystal and it's like vibing it's amazing like energy and then it's you know offsetting the you know roses you've got over here and the judgment card over here and and it's you know communicating something i think on levels that maybe we don't even quite consciously realize when we look at these images but i know that like when i'm you know scrolling through instagram and i see certain photographs they just really capture me I just stop and Mm -hmm. you know look at them like wow what is it about it's just so beautiful or it's captivating
1: in some way and I feel like that's part of it so I have to read up on my crystal divination (laughs) definitely it's gonna be a good time I guarantee it it's gonna be (laughs) I I think that you're gonna find it very fascinating so yay so exciting
0: That is wonderful. Um, And Victoria, if you would ever like to join us, you would be more than welcome to come and join us for some of our other live streams that we do. Uh, mm-hmm. if you want to join us for a witchy wednesday that would be very cool and then on saturdays we do something um we call them say on saturdays we use that term loosely because it's not actually always about channeling something so much as playing around with different divination and paranormal subjects like we've hosted some esp workshops and other things of that nature so if you would like to come by sometime i i know our audience would love to do you know some of these spreads along with you but if you want to Ever bring you know a- any personal interest to the table or, or other th- uh, tools you want to play with? We mm-hmm. get together and whip out all kinds of divination tools that we're not all super familiar with. So much as just trying something new and exploratory. Yeah,
2: that sounds amazing. I'd
0: love to. Ah, that'd be so much fun. Yay! I would adore that. <laughs> um, we'll we'll definitely shoot you some times and stuff like that for the next mm-hmm. like month or so because. There's just always a blast to, you, you mentioned that with the book and the feedback, like it's a great way to see how people are, are, are using it and, and which ways, like what segments in particular people are finding valuable. I mean, we have been focusing on a lot of the foundational stuff in your book, specifically polls related to our foundations as, as people, because like we were talking about throughout this entire interview, It is still a weird world out there. And I think a lot of us are unsure about the future. I literally just read a tweet before we got together that said, I am working on my career in a world where I'm not sure where the economy is going to be tomorrow. And it's it's just, it is, it is, we are in a world of, I don't know if it's ironies or just like about faces. And so again, I'm just very thankful, Victoria, that you could take the time to sit with us and talk about a book that really has been such a tentpole or like a a, it's been something Uh we've leaned on and found really great value not only just in the content that you have there but just the the fun awesome keeping it light atmosphere of welcoming folks into magic so a truth true true thank you for coming and joining us this evening to share and to talk all about your book oh yeah it's absolutely my, my pleasure thank you so much Victoria, do you have any other projects or things that you would like to alert people to any, any other works that, um, they might find value in following you across the internet?
2: Yeah. Um, so, you know, I have something in the works, but it's, um, really in the nascent, nascent stages of it. Um, and it's a book about divination. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't really want to divulge too much. It's yeah. a little more research based. So, um, I'm, I'm really glad to hear your feedback on, you know, Tara by the moon, providing that like entry into it. Um, and it, it, it is really like a workbook and that's what I felt like it needed to be. Um, this one, um, you know, maybe I'll include some of the workbook aspects in it to make it less like research heavy, <laughs> um, because I <laughs> want also be like apply, you know, it's it's meant to be more educational, but like, I think it's more helpful when you can actually take that information and kind of apply it to your own Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. So yeah so that's
0: kind of my goal for that <laughs> I love that I mean that's I, gonna be awesome literally my two senses just this is the most vague and general advice I can say ever is I'm always a sucker for like a little workbooky somethingness that ch- tests my retention you know if it, if it mm-hmm. lets me go and play and get my hands dirty for a second that's that's always something I get some extra out of I, I do love a good research book though I I gotta say yes. that much so and and going into the, the history of divination just in any type, because we're talking loosely here. Um, that's something I always have a hard time with finding too. There's so many myths mm-hmm. and mystery behind it. So anytime there's a good research book into divination, that is gonna be on my shelf. So, Victoria, I will be uh very gladly following along to see, see where that winds up. I'm I'm really excited about that.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you
0: for <laughs> oh absolutely. So, Victoria, um you are active on Instagram. Like you said, uh, do you want to remind folks what your Instagram handle is so they can go out there and follow you right mm-hmm.
2: now? Yeah, of course. So I actually have two Instagram accounts. So I've got Victoria.Constantino.Author and then I've got Tarot by the Moon, but each word in Tarot by the Moon is all, it's all separated by underscores. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook as Victoria Constantino author and, um, I think
0: that's it. <laughs> I have a YouTube account, but I'm really not that active on it right now. So <laughs> YouTube is a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> this is our fun way of getting around. It is that we do our fun interviews over here. We do live, so they stream to YouTube, and that saves us the hassle of like trying to cut stuff because editing is crazy hard. So doing doing Facebook and Instagram on its own, uh, two accounts at that. I gave your second one a follow there. That is a lot. So, Victoria, keep up the amazing work out there. We will be super excited to have you back by Chaos Chaos and Shadow in the future. And I would love to shoot you that email about doing a a time to come by and hang out with the chat Mm -hmm. for a live feature where we can do some fun uh, divination in person and, and get into all the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Everyone out there, go check out Tarot by the Moon, sent to us by our friends over at Llewellyn, and the amazing Victoria Constantino. Get it now, everyone. There's some great places to go check it out. We'll have links for those in the show notes where you're listening. We'll have links to Victoria's um, Instagram, to the Facebook, so you can go find all of that very, very easily. Huge, huge shout out to Victoria for joining us this evening and a massive one to all of you out there in chat for watching along with us, to the people listening to the podcast, um, and I'm sure I'll have a little thing here at the end of it, just wrapping things up for folks. So you stay safe out there, gang. I, I will talk to everyone very, very soon. Victoria Pagan, thank you for your time this evening, and we will catch you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Again, hey Kyle, jumping in here at the end. I wanted to say a massive thank you to you, the listeners out there, uh, for for following along, for being subscribed to us, for supporting us financially, being members up on the website. Woo! Like we were saying, to Victoria, it is a weird, freaking world out there. Turns out, twenty twenty two is not going to be any easier uh, by the likes and likes and looks of it. So we are facing a time as creators of looking at our options and, and just having to reassess and, and not really not change direction. But I was hoping we would get to do some in-person stuff this year with the paranormal. Um, and we're going to try our very best to, to make things like that happen. But we will always be sure to be the safest, safest, safest possible. My friend just got uh, or just tested positive for COVID and felt horrific for about an entire week straight and that sounds rather short all things considered so be good to each other be really awesome and safe he was he's my only vector for example and i so you know i'm lucky like i don't have kids going to school and all kinds of other things like that that are you know makes it really hard for a family to stay safe single bachelor here with a dog so it's pretty easy for me not to go to the store and, and do all the rest but I know not everyone has that luxury, so my heart's go my heart goes out to everyone that's that's struggling with it. Um just know that we're all feeling it to some degree with you. And we're gonna continue to put on all of this content throughout the year. We're gonna continue to show up here and and host live streams for those that have not followed along or have not already gone over and followed on the Twitch page. You really should, especially if you're feeling uh, the seasonal depressiony blues like I get. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling like you don't have a lot of activity, I, I get this way especially after the holidays. I get it bad when the when it starts getting dark early. But once once Christmas and New Year's has passed uh in all those festive lights start coming down i this time of year i start feeling very lonely so i I handle that by going on twitch and i stream and i pull tarot cards and i hang out and i have fun with friends in chat sometimes you'll see us working on podcast episodes and getting things ready behind the scenes other nights we might be doing um well we're putting together a little tinkerers group which i guess i can talk about here to say if you hear this message We invite you to be part of that Tinkerer's group. Uh, It is going to be a group of people, no sort of special skill or membership required to partake in it. It is going to be a very loose meeting of people on about a weekly to every other week basis. Going to probably live stream them on Twitch so that people can watch them later. But I think it's going to start off by being... It's starting with my interest and the interest of like 10 or so other folks on Twitter that want to be part of a paranormal collective where we're putting together ideas of software, of hardware, of tech of all kinds that can be used to explore the paranormal. And you don't have to be a creator to get involved because we we need people that are going to use these tools as well. I'm somewhere in the middle of like I'm going to use them from home. And I'm sure as heck going to try and organize this group, but I'm not going to go out there in the field right now just because I don't feel very comfortable doing in-person stuff in this world. So I'll be here podcasting away, holding down the fort, organizing more amazing interviews because Pagan and I have an entire schedule up there full of goodies for you. Let me me pull this up on the side as I I talk. There's the news tab right there. RevelatorNetwork.com forward slash news, everybody. That's how you get there. This right now is the fourth post down. It might be a little further when you're listening to this, probably because the episode post will be out. Uh, Okie dokie. It's titled January schedule, Witchy Wednesday, say on Saturdays and more. If we scroll down here, we can see today is the 10th that I'm recording this. So Victoria's interview just took place. Uh, Wednesday the 12th, we have a technology sweep, Witchy Wednesday. This is going to be good because it's going to be out cleansing your technology and kind of ridding some negativity from it. I've never done that before, but Lord knows I need like a pressure washer worth of whatever that is. <laughs> pagans, pagan's got the, uh, the magic all, all ready for us that night. So that's going to be really fun. Seance Saturday. Ooh, you know, this is going to be different. This is going to end up changing up a little bit. Seance Saturday on January 15th is supposed to be a Queen of Swords analysis where we analyzed Queen of Swords' seance. But our seance was actually a little different that night. So I'm not sure how much of it we're going to analyze so much as like. Ignore those people and bypass them because it felt a little trickstery and it felt a little like they're like, don't use the dream machine, which I got in the mail. So you got to check that out. If you're not already following on Twitter, If you're not already following on Instagram, and if you're not already following on TikTok, you need to go over there and do that. It's Kyle Paranormal. I am so active over there. I'm trying so hard. 2022, baby, I'm strapped in to get this thing rocking and rolling. I am uh, doing the the Instagram videos and all kinds of things. So look out, internet. Here I am. (laughs) Seriously, though, look out and wear a hard helmet, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I'm posting all kinds of stuff, so they're really fun. It's lots of tarot pictures. It's lots of the pictures of the things we're handcrafting over here, the the witchy goods. But who's our next uh, interview? I want to tease that. That's what I really came here to do. what's what's happening next, Kyle? Oh, Courtney Weber. On January 17th, Courtney wrote an amazing book on Hecate or Hecate. So if you are interested in that deity work in general, because I believe Courtney has a couple extra books actually in a kind of deity series, get ready. Courtney will be by January 17th. Then we got a witchy Wednesday on the 19th to say on Saturday on the 22nd, Ooh, which is going to be very question and answer focused. So if you want to get involved in that one, January 22nd, we need to have our friends buy from liminal earth. Uh, maybe we could see if they want to join us on one of these. Hmm because a lot of these say on saturdays are uh, kind of just pegging and i this month due to scheduling stuff but maybe liminal earth i know they really wanted to rejoin us and chat really wants them to rejoin us and i think they might have some time coming up so let's 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 throw an invite their way if we got liminal earthers listening this is an open invite to say hey come by in january or february but like also if you hear this and i haven't dm'd you yet please dm me <laughs> How lazy am I? Uh if you're listening to the podcast, please DM me and tell me something. So, anyway, I want to have Liminal Earth come by very much because the whole freaking crew is amazing. And we had a total blast in October. That was like our October 30th or 31st. I think it was on the 30th. They came by. It was just uh it was just so much fun. Jeremy Becks and, and Garrett were there, and it was just an absolute blast. Garrett and I are the ones talking about that tech Techie Tinkerers group. So if you like Liminal Earth and what they stand for, you're, you know you're going to dig that, that Techie Tinkerers crew. Uh, oh, our good friend Weird Astrology is going to come by. They did an amazing ter- uh, natal read for me, a natal read, during my 30th birthday in October. So that was super fun. They're going to join us on the... 24th and that's going to be an exclusive live stream that night so look out for this i hope this was fun i hope you value the little run through at the end i just want to touch base with people uh when we do these interviews they're so much fun i just i often forget that I'm not touching base as much with the uh, the podcast audience. We do so many live streams, the Witchy Wednesdays, the the say on Saturdays, that I'm talking to people who listen and absorb our content. But I I do forget. I sometimes forget that there's people that are not hearing it all. Uh, and to you folks, I want to make sure I'm saying hi and and, and doing my pleasantries because. Otherwise, what am I doing with my life? I, I'm so proud of, of where Chaos and Shadow has has been and where it's come. So thank you for welcoming us into an amazing 2022. Uh, the world may not be amazing, but the community here that we have formed, that you specifically you have formed you have a greater ability to set the tone of this community than i do and by bringing in such awesome vibes and good nature you have made it a welcoming space for authors and uh thinkers, creators, tinkerers, and the like to come by and support what we're doing. So it is truly a thank you to you. Uh, again, massive thank you to Victoria for coming by in this episode. Massive thank you to Pagan for uh, bringing her insight, for putting up with me, and and just all around doing such wonderful work. She's killing it with the reviews up on the website, so make sure you go check those out. Pagan has a ton of book lists and recommendations you should get through and uh, dive into I've been doing some tarot things up on TikTok lately like I mentioned earlier so if you want to see some of that stuff there's probably going to be some uh, YouTube unboxings coming your way Dream Machine has been my big play toy so if you like the idea of stroboscopic lights changing your brain up go get ready for it I think right now I'm going to go do a little bit of a live on Twitch and see if we can pull some tarot tonight love you all very much stay super duper safe out there and we will catch you soon bye-bye